What up, Anchor? This is Made From Scratch, and I am back here to talk about business basics and how I see them lacking. So I'm on LinkedIn frequently. It's a social media platform I use the most, and I just see people advertising themselves, creating content marketing. I see a lot of companies even just completely ignoring, missing, misunderstanding, or not really giving a shit about fundamentals, simple things like the distinction between branding, advertising, marketing, or practices like lead generating, quoting, and closing. You know, over time, I guess what happens as people start to evolve their business and start to build in an innovative atmosphere, they think they need to reinvent everything and they end up reinventing the wheel, so to speak. Um, A lot of weird job titles coming out, a lot of strange job descriptions, things people do when you really break it down and ask them exactly what they do. It's like they're afraid to say, I use Hunter to seek out the right email address for companies that don't publish them and I prospect those companies until I generate a sale. They don't want to talk like that because that sounds like, ooh, I'm not not selling anything. Like, of course you're selling something. You know, people just forget what sales is and don't feel comfortable about talking about it. So there's a lot of weirdness in that kind of area and I aim to um, stop the madness, re-educate ourselves, start to inquire about some of these things because some aspects of what makes branding different than marketing are obvious and some of them are not so obvious and some of the importance and power and dynamic between these parts has changed as digital media has evolved so there's definitely stuff here that we're all um, still figuring out there's definitely things that we can solidify and I'm aiming to do as much of that as I can and figure as much of that out as I can and one of the ways I want to do that is by looking at the play between branding and advertising and going as far as to say what would branding look like if it was being used as advertising and I'm going to tie that into uh, something a friend of mine who goes by the name Alien Architect talked about once which is the power of self-referential art I'm sure a lot of other critics or uh, philosophers have said similar things he's the one that shared it with me and uh, what this means is that bands or artists or Uh, producers that create ways to reference themselves or their own stories in their work itself um, tend to become iconic, very popular, cult-like, etc. You know, the Beatles are probably the prime example of this kind of thing. You know, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is sort of an allegorical, self-referential experiment, you know, talking about themselves and their journey as a band, and they kind of did that throughout their career. So, Um, For the next four to six weeks, I'm really going to be exploring this specific distinction and interplay between branding and advertising and using a rebrand strategy for our company itself as advertising and discovering how well that works, how well that doesn't work, what that even means, and if it's something that can be replicated. So stay tuned. It's going to be some exciting stuff. And um, later in the episode, I'm going to be distinguishing branding, advertising, and sales from each other as best they can and seeing how they're going to play into this challenge of mine. When we think about branding, I think the simplest way that I can put it right now is, quote, tangible expressions of an entity, end quote. So that's really media at this point. And the tangible expressions, they're, they're limited, though Um, extremely wide and ranging so you can write you can produce graphics video audio live event I'm sure I'm forgetting something virtual reality augmented reality 
Um, but there's some pretty simple and finite tangible expressions that you can produce to express what an entity is, what it means, what it's about, what it offers, how much things cost, etc. And your brand communicates a lot of things that are relatively intangible and are only made tangible when you write about it or talk about it or think about it um, or produce something about it. So for example, brands can position themselves in the market. What does that mean? They can position themselves in terms of um, how much revenue they do in comparison to other companies like them in a similar industry or in a similar market or a similar category. So one thing that branding does is it positions you against your competition. One of the confusing things these days is because everybody's involved in digital media and I mean everybody from Tyson Chicken to major Hollywood studios, your local florist probably has a Facebook page and has tried to make video and some larger companies that are not specifically media focused have learned how to turn their media channel into advertising for other companies either in their industry or that want to get at a similar market that they've captured. So branding is even more important now especially because companies need to be recognizable in a circle that's like a quarter inch around so you know on a phone you need to brand yourself in such a way that you stand out and you need to be able to brand yourself in a way that people know what you stand for because they want to know that your brand is a tangible expression of you as an entity so media is incredibly important no matter what uh, industry you're in and if you're in an industry like ours which is media advertising and marketing it's extremely important um, it's extremely important to be recognized as an authority as a leader and you can't do that if you're just regurgitating stuff that you've heard or if you're just mindlessly adapting as the world changes around you there's some things that we need to talk about and stop and think sometimes rather than charging forth after the next new shiny thing so to reiterate branding the tangible expressions of an entity why is that important because you need to be able to communicate who you are and what you are in a really tangible way in a really powerful way in a really tight finite way or people will move on and stop paying attention and the other thing is once you establish a brand in the mind of certain people you know that can only get stronger or weaker and so your job is to continue to reposition yourselves as things change in the market but from a perspective of who your brand actually is there has to be something long-lasting and I think that's the problem with a lot of brands that I see a lot of weird brand names a lot of things that don't make any sense a lot of unfocused and I can definitely relate because because when I launched this company with Kristen, um, you know, we started as management consultants in the lighting industry. And through boredom and changes and mistakes and all kinds of things, we ended up here, branded entertainment, um, brand positioning, you know, a lot of stuff about branding actually that I never really, um, I never really thought of because in my previous line of work, brand didn't seem as important or I didn't understand it or, uh, or whatever. So. Now it's really important to get tangible. Um, the further out we go into digital realm, you got to be able to ground yourself. So pay attention to branding and as it pertains to this experiment that I'm um, engaging in now where branding is used as advertising, that not only means that my brand itself has to advertise what I do, so it's got to be really clear that it's media and marketing so people know what kind of products and services we offer. I also want the experience of us reforming and reconstituting and shaping our brand to be something that advertises what we do because the process of branding is 
uh, can be anxiety ridden for some people. It's very unknown. Um, it's not as tangible as I'm going to sell you a product. So we don't necessarily know where we'll end up, but we have a pretty good idea. So I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting us out there. Um, our brand is definitely about discovery and exploration, so I'm advertising that in the process of doing it, and I'm telling you what I'm doing to tangibly express it about what our entity is all about. So keep, uh, keep rocking with the station, keep rocking with my channel. This is Made From Scratch. There's an old joke in advertising that goes something like this. I know that 50% of my advertising works. If I knew which 50%, I'd be in better shape. Something to that effect, you know, and the point is, that uh, you don't necessarily know what's going to work. In fact, you almost never know what's going to work. I mean, there's no guarantees in life in general, and there's certainly not very many gu guarantees when it comes to consumer behavior or how business-to-business -business, uh, operations work, given all the politics that can sometimes be involved. So when you go about advertising yourself, you have to expect a certain amount of failure, and you have to develop a pretty healthy appetite for it. Um, now, just like I did with branding, I'm going to come up with about as simple of an explanation of what advertising is that I can think of. We can certainly have a conversation about it, call in if you uh, differ in your opinion or you have another way of looking at it that's worked for you. So advertising, I look at as announcements made to the market about the sales of a brand. So what that means is essentially behind every communication in an advertising discipline mode, you're saying, I have X for sale, it costs Y, I'd like to sell it. And you're announcing that to the market so that someone who wants or needs that or who you think uh, would benefit from that can hear that, see that, understand that, and come to you and buy it. So even you know a very fancy commercial, a feature-length film that's used as branded entertainment, they're all saying the same thing. Buy Legos, buy Marvel comics and action figures and lunchboxes, um, you know, go to Denny's. It's all, it's all getting you to consume stuff and buy things. And I think that we also, as a society, have gotten to a point where we like to pretend that that's not the case. And we like to pretend that we're immune to those kind of persuasions, but most people just sadly are not. Um, and none of us are immune to um, branding as advertising. You know, when, when you go to buy, like when I bought my Cadillac, you know, that brand meant something to me whether I like it or not, and uh, there's got to be a reason for it, you know, I mean, the, the ideal is that you're advertising yourself as different than your competitors, and if you actually are the best one, you ought to um, be purchased frequently, or at least by the customer base that you're targeting, right? And so, you know, you can advertise with or without showing the price tag. In fact, a lot of high-end um, brands or products that I've uh, either sold or bought or encountered, they don't publish a price. You know, sometimes that, um, you know, has the allure of something high end, like, you know, the expression, if you have to ask, you can't afford it, something like that. Um, you know, and that's all about advertising. That's about persuasion and you're taking bets. You're, you're placing little bets on your target. So you think your target, for example, in that last case, you know, um, that they want high end things, they can afford them. And then if they see a price, they're going to think that's somehow low. Is that true? We'll find out. You know, if you think that if you think that that's got the best chance of winning, you place your bet there. 
but there's nobody that can tell you with utmost certainty that if you, you know, campaign A is going to work over campaign B. That's why so much on Facebook is A, B, test, repeat, A, B, test, repeat. I mean, that's sort of the rhythm of advertising, whether you're advertising a presidential candidate or a candy bar. A, B, test, repeat, A, B, test, repeat. Now, the problem with advertising like that as a machine is that eventually you get so far away sometimes from what you are actually trying to advertise, what you actually are, who your real target is, and it gets kind of wonky. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's something to play with, okay? And in the branding as advertising modality, the way that advertising is looked at is announcing to the market. These are our tangible expressions, and here's a way that you can engage with it. Like, how could I tell somebody you know, you're safe in our hands if you need to rebuild your brand, unless they've seen me do it, right? And that's a difficult, that's a catch-22. That's self-referential. That's the way to get out of that, right? It's a catch-22. I want a big brand to trust me to revive their subsidiary or their whole parent company. Um, and without having ever successfully executed something like that or been on a team to do that, where's the evidence that I can do it? Well, the only evidence that I could provide to get out of that infinite loop is to perform that same kind of operation on MADE, Make a Difference Entertainment, my company. Um, so that's what I'm doing. And so we're advertising that in the rebranding process to create this self-referential loop to get out of it. Um, creating it as a tangible expression of what we actually do. So I know that's a mouthful, maybe listen back to it again, it's pretty heady, but uh, that's where we're heading. Probably the most important aspect of a business in terms of the, the viability and sustainability of that business is sales. If you can't sell anything, it doesn't matter how brilliant you are, how well you advertise, whatever, whatever, no revenue, no company. Um, so sales, making it simple, is soliciting and accepting an exchange of currency for a brand's value, their products, their services, solutions, whatever you want to call it. You have to solicit, which sometimes takes the form of advertising. You have to accept purchase orders, whatever, in exchange for money, for the stuff that you provide people, right? It's really, really super duper simple. Why, why did it get so complicated? is because there's something, and we could talk for hours or days or weeks about this, there's something weird that a lot of people get about money. And I can tell you that being a founder of a new company, it's, it's much more difficult to ask for sales in a company that you own and might be one of two or three people within um, than it is when you've got sales people that work for you. You know, there's something, just that, that little bit of distance between um, the person whose name is on the door, metaphorically speaking, and the person who's asking for the money, it just does make a real difference. That's why I think a lot of people who ascribe to a direct-to-consumer model of business, if you've never worked in a situation where you're representing a product or a brand, you just wouldn't understand that. And so that's one of the disconnects the big tech companies and wannabe big tech companies have when they automate the shit out of everything is they automate that human interaction out and really it's they automate the separation between the consumer and the brand out and as consumers become more and more aware more and more intelligent and more skeptical of brand messaging they're going to they're going to demand whether they know it or not some intermediary a distributor a representative a filter of some kind that they have trust in that that person or that company or that group has vetted who they're representing because obviously there's a conflict of interest if the company themselves 
is telling you blah, 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 blah about their company versus hearing it from somebody else, which is what you'd probably prefer. And so sales in the branding as advertising game is you know pretty simple. I wanna sell our services of branding and advertising, digital advertising, campaigns, strategy, creative, branding, media productions, all of those uh, things are disciplines that we, we produce and we provide um, solutions in that area. So this, the whole purpose of um, this experiment is to generate sales to do what I'm doing and what we do on ourselves for our clients. So it's the show don't tell style um, of branding as advertising. So getting back to it about sales, get really comfortable with what it is. You're asking people for money for the stuff that you sell. Don't make it much more complicated than that or it's gonna be a nightmare trying to generate leads. So keep sales simple and sales will keep flowing. I wanna sum this up and say it as simply as possible because I know a lot of what I'm talking about is kind of heady and um, abstract. So the basis of this is an experiment. So what the, one of the premises is are is that advertising is an experiment. Another premise is that one can use branding, the discipline, as advertising itself. And the third premise is that I am going to do that for my company. So the way that I'm going to do that is I'm going to demonstrate how we rebrand ourselves so that clients, customers, prospects can see that. And by sharing it, I'm advertising our skill set, our capabilities, what it's like to work with us. You'll get a sense of the kind of creative and strategy we develop. Um, this itself is a strategy that I think other companies can utilize if done properly. So that's the point of all this. And as to the last section of the uh, section of this episode, it's about sales, right? I'm a salesman. I, I love the thrill of providing something awesome in a competitive market um, and winning. I really, really love to win. And I think that branding is an incredibly important aspect of a business's development, something that I've actually overlooked for ourselves and I'm recognizing that and so I'm doing something about it and that's that's what this challenge is all about when you see something do something take that action and take it take it quickly so um, to reiterate again branding as advertising branding is the tangible expression of an entity in this case your business advertising is announcements made to the market about the sales of your brand and sales are soliciting and accepting an exchange of currency for a brand's value and so that's what this is all about. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned as I provide updates and document more of this whole process. Hopefully it's been helpful. Call in with questions, call in with comments. I'd love to hear from some people, get the conversation rolling. This is Made From Scratch. Have a nice day, everybody.